Hello there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rot Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week you watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host Adam, I'm joined by Cowboy. Hey, what's going on people? And Maestro. Hey. Hello. Uh, let's see. This week we're doing 2010's The Wolfman. This is directed by Joe Johnston. Sounds made up, it's a real name. Joe Johnston, uh, starring Benicio Del Toro, Emily Blunt, and Anthony Hopkins. Also, Hugo Leving. That's right, yeah. I forgot about him. I didn't put it on the list. Hugo Leving? Who does he play? It's Hugo Leving, right? What's his name? Who? Uh, Mr. Smith? Mr. Anderson. Hugo... An- oh, no, uh, Hugo... You're not Hugo, right? Mr. Anderson. Damn it. I didn't Weaving. Put- Weaving. Ugh, I wasn't that far off. You said Lemming. Leving. I said Leving. Weaving. Uh, I, just, I, I did the we for the Lee. Welcome back to Random. All right. Uh, let's do the synopsis. Uh, upon his return to his ancestral homeland, an American man is bitten and subsequently cursed by... A lemming? A werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, those who do not know what a lemming is, a small, short-tailed thicket rodent related to the voles found in the Arctic tundra. I thought a lemming was somebody that follows along. What? A lemming? Somebody that I, just follows a... I thought lemming... Well, there, there's a Stephen King movie. Okay. Lemmings. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Did you hear about... Well, you know about uh, South Park when they did Lemmy Winks? No. No? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. No, oh, thanks for All expanding right. on that. <laughs> Have you ever seen this Great. movie before? No. No. Maestro. Of course. Yes. That's how you, I knew about you it. You suggested it, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, But you had seen it. Of course it's okay. seen it. Okay. Because I... Hearing about it, knowing that it's him, is different than having watched what, it. What, Lemmy Winks? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my first time watching it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember hearing about this. Really? No. Oh, it was a big thing. Why? I, I don't remember it either. No. But this is a pretty good cast. Yeah. Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Yeah. Emily Blunt. Yeah. Hugo H- Leaving. Hugo Leaving. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> yeah. And Benicio Del Toro, of course. Yeah, Del Toro. Benicio. Yeah. 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 As far as Benicio Del Toro goes, what, what movies pop in your mind with this guy? You go first, Cowboy. Uh, <laughs> the Wolfman. Wolfman, all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. For me, for me, it's The Usual Suspects. Not Snatch? Snatch, Snatch is second. Usual oh, Suspects where he's... Snatch. He's uh, in the thing, get the fuck out of here, whatever, and everybody starts busting up in the thing. They go, oh, damn it, I forget the line now. Put your hands up, motherfucker, I'm going to kill you. Uh, doesn't matter. He, right. he was actually farting during the entire scene. That's really? Why, that's why everybody was laughing so hard. Even seen in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice story I hear from other people. That's nice. All right. That's, that's a nice. Is that story. in a trivia on a movie? Uh, I don't know where I came from. Yeah. I think it was. Uh, oh, I do this. I do this thing where I look up bloopers, um, and that's how I learned also about the Fast uh, or the Fast and Furious Six. Where the Rock says you better watch that big ass forehead, and Ludacris spits out his drink all over the place. That was totally improv. <laughs> the Rock just made that line up on his, on the fly. Ludacris spit his drink out because he didn't expect it. <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> Check out the last episode. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Wolfman, Mishro. This is your uh, movie choice, basically. Why don't you yes. uh, take the helm here? What is what's this about? What do you, or what, what do you want to talk about? What what, what about the movie do you want to talk about first? <laughs> okay. The story is based upon like a uh, older film. Basically, the werewolf of the silver screen was based. 
this movie was based upon the werewolf with the silver screen back when like um, monsters uh, in black and white were still just being put onto the theater for everyone to see. Right. Like the like the creature from the lagoon, Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Wolfman. This was a big thing. A bit uh, from from this another move. Other movies spawned, like for instance, uh, an American Werewolf in London, and a bunch of others. I just in Paris. That that's that's kind of like the sequel, but not really. Okay. Same outcome, just as gory, um, but re- weird because the werewolves were like had no hair. It was weird, ugly. I don't, ugly. I don't think I remember. I think I saw one of them, but then all this in my mind now is the scene from the. Not another scary movie or something like that. Scary movie, the movie where uh, there was a parody. One of those. That's my kind of all the scary movies. Oh, okay, okay. And it had the Wayans brothers in it, so it sucked. I don't know which one it is because they did a lot of those. At Anna Ferris, she was having sex with a werewolf, and then or something, and then she got stuck to the ceiling because of. Oh, okay, no, no. <laughs> and it's all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I, I, okay, <laughs> I saw the first one, scary movies. Okay, after that, I'm like, no more. Yeah, no, that's enough, right? It's yeah. too much. It's too yeah. much. Yeah, they all suck. I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, what was your favorite part of the movie, then, Maestro? Oh, dude. I mean, okay. It's it's very gory. This entire film is considered to be very gory for uh, even for werewolf movies, considerably. Right. Really. Yeah. Well. Think of it this way. Majority of the time, the most thing you see is either uh, severed corpses, right, or and um, the transformation sequence. That's yeah, usually that what you was, see in a werewolf. I enjoyed movie. that part. I yeah. did like that. Yeah. So what was your favorite part? <laughs> oh, um, I'd say my I'm favorite, still waiting. I'm sorry. Yeah. My favorite part was the, the, the slaughtering of the gypsy section one. Okay. That was, like, crazy. And also, I, I liked the Anthony Hopkins as he... Spit all that crazy, like calm, like rhetoric. Whereas he was like basically telling him, "Was like, yeah, I did this to you, and I'm going to do it again." Yeah. yeah, Anthony Hopkins was amazing. Oh yeah, I think the, the best part of the movie, I think, was all the Hopkins scenes. Really? Every, every time he was in it, My, mine uh, was towards the end. Yeah, okay. Where Lawrence is fighting his dad, mm. and mm. in the werewolf stage, and uh, Lawrence kills his dad, and basically, yeah. Whacks his head off, the right head enough. hits the floor and goes back to human form. That was that's pretty cool. That transformation was yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed the the uh, the, the banter. It was, like you're saying, Anthony Hopkins. Every, every time he was in the scene, he, he uh, was always calm, but terrifying in the only in the only way only he can be. Yeah, it was, it was very uh, Hannibal Lectory the way that he yeah. was kind of just yes. I'm monster. Yeah, it's like yes. We knew about it. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> I I um, early on in the movie suspected him to be the werewolf. Okay. Before uh, Lawrence became a werewolf, I I did too. But that's also because I saw the trailer in which it pretty much said that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, that, that, that's the that was the only thing I didn't want to do. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like watching trailers because it gives too much away. Yeah, but I had to decide between two movies, and yeah. Wolfman did seem more interesting. However, I found this to be very very slow. Yeah, it took a long time to get to the things that were exciting, and then when, when they were there, they didn't last very long. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more talking than I think there should be in a, in a werewolf movie. In the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie, when Lawrence is on the train. Yep. I couldn't stop thinking of Harry Potter. Oh my God! And he said the exact same thing. 
I'm like, is that the Harry Potter train? As, the, as soon as, as it as came soon as, on. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Absolutely. And he's like, hey, they went to Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they get to platform nine and three quarters? What? How'd they go through the brick? <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Okay. Where's the Dementor? <laughs> <laughs> So it, I found it very slow. I found it... it the beginning, yeah. It didn't move fast enough for me through the entire movie. It didn't move fast enough, but I liked the story. Okay. I liked the setup of the story and the storyline, even though I knew the direction it was going. Mm-hmm. It was very predictable. Yes. Yes. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just a sucker for... I don't know. Is this genre, this horror genre? You like no, 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 not the horror genre, but one thing, this type, like, the, the like, not, I wouldn't say medieval time movie, but uh, that. Turn okay. of the century. Century. Yes. You know, type of movie. Um, yep. But at the beginning of the movie, uh, the very beginning, where they're reading, the, the narrator is reading the scripture on that. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, is this going to be another werewolf movie where everybody's talking with the British accent and, you know. <laughs> I'm like, why is it always got to be British accent, you know? Well, it takes place over there. Well, I understand. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like. Why can't it be here? American werewolf in London. Right? <laughs> Come on. Well, Even that they couldn't make American. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to, you can always watch uh, Late Faces. All right. You know which werewolf movie happened in America? What? Teen Wolf. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. That's what happens when you give Americans werewolves. They make Teen Wolf. <laughs> Basketball. <laughs> yeah. He's making sports team. All right. Yeah, he's a good guy. Although there was that werewolf movie, Teen Wolf, that you were into quite a bit. I was it's into a series. Be- yeah, because I was into the whole, like, the girls were really pretty, man. Okay. Yep. All right. They were really pretty. And the one, one of this girl, you remember Wipeout, the TV show? Oh yeah! You remember the you remember the girl that was on the scene? Yes, Jillian. She, yeah, something. Yeah, what I don't remember her last name, but she yeah. is in the Team Wolf t- franchise, oh. and she's in for like a good three or four seasons of that. All right. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, lovely, lovely. Yes. <laughs> so, in this film, I think the the talking is actually the best part. There, there's good conversations. It just, every, it's just so slow. Everything develops too slow for me. Mm, okay, that's fine. I understand. That's great. I like the build up. For me, that's why I liked it. Okay, I, I enjoy builds up, build build ups. Yeah, Bob builds upses. Go on, Bob. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> this didn't build for me, and I, th- I think probably because it was too predictable. Uh-huh. Where like the whole storyline was kind of like, all right, this is, this is how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. The only real twist to me. Uh, Happened middle in the middle of the movie? No, is is that he died? Really? I thought he might live. They always die. I, yeah, but I thought I, I was thinking like, all right, if, if it's if everything is so predictable, maybe this is how they're going to save it at the end. Was she, where just, Emily Blunt's going to save uh, Benicio? Did you see how Hugo Weaving ends up becoming the werewolf? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Okay, I, I did enjoy that. But I also, as I was watching this, they, they led on to believe he was going to become it, but right. They didn't show him actually becoming one. No, but you do hear a wolf howling at the very end. Yeah. And if Vinicio's dead and the dad's dead, Will's going to be. The funny thing was is at the beginning of the movie I'm watching and Lawrence, or Del Toro who plays Lawrence, yep. I'm like, all right, when's he going to become a vampire? 
Because <laughs> his his persona and what he's wearing and everything. Uh, yes, he's a vampire. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. I like you that. You know, I'm yeah. a, is this like a, a spin off of Underworld? Right. You know? uh, yeah, this is a updated Twilight. <laughs> right? Don't say such <laughs> But no, I don't know. I, I'm just curious because I've seen a lot of werewolf movie, movies. Yes. Have you? Yes. Uh, not not a whole lot actually. Do you, Do you have a favorite? Yes. What? Well, it depends on which one you want to like. No, 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 American you, one. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I, Underworld is mine. Underworld. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, lycanthrope and yeah. vampire. Right. There's like like lycanthropy. Yes, lycanthropy yes. going on in there. Sure. Yeah, all right. Which um, I, I thought instantly of Underworld when they, when they said lycanthropy. I'm like, oh, maybe that's where lycan comes from. Yeah. Well, if it's if it's just a werewolf movie, uh, mine is a little bit more. Well, it's, it was an independent one. Which okay. one? Uh, Dog Soldiers. Oh yeah, that's going. No, I never heard Dog of it. Dog Soldiers. It's good. Okay. Real good. Mm-hmm. I like it. There's gore in there. Like intestines spilling out everywhere. I enjoy going and a, quite guy, a bit. and a guy trying to put his intestines back in, <laughs> or, or another soldier trying to put his his that must really fellow hurt. soldiers' intestines back in. Oh my, that must I really hurt. Like that. Let's see what uh, what else to talk about. There was gypsies in here. The gypsies yes. they they, they, they were have the lore of the werewolf. Yeah, well, because this is very similar to the original. In the sense that the movie takes a lot of uh, similarities. Okay. The, basically, in the first one, uh, that's how they find out more about the lore of the first one from the gypsies as well. All right. The gypsies. Okay. So they call them a snatch. Okay. You like dags. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. dags. I like dags. <laughs> <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. That's Benicio Del Toro's whole thing. I kept betting the cards. <laughs> I, I liked the movie, though. It was a good movie. Yeah. I, I If I had to... I would put this more in the dislike than the like for me. Really? Because of the slowness. Seriously? Because it was, I was not engaged. I was not engaged. When the, when the scenes that were like cool started happening, I'm like, all right, now I'll set up for this. But the rest of it, I'm like, ugh. How much longer do we have here? And, and me, I'm, I'm like watching it, and I'm trying to listen. Okay. To everything that's being said. Okay. Maybe trying to catch some nuance or something. Like, I had to hear it. So I had to go in the other room to watch it. Because I got irritated having to press pause. You know? I, I did find it a little hard to understand some of the things that were being said. Uh, the uh, accent? Yeah. It, it, was, it was kind of... The Toro's accent? Garbled. Well, th- this, is, this is the best I think I've heard him sound. <laughs> Oh, because Del Toro has his normal speaking voice is very jarbled. I guess is the best way for me to put it. You mean garbled? Yeah, garbled or jarbled? I think jarbled is um, gerbils. Gerbils. Yeah. Gerbils. Jarble. Very jarbled. Oh. Reminds me of a uh, gerbils or lemmings. <laughs> Grable. I heard once. Graybeard. <laughs> Grable. Grable. It's, it's an Adventure Time reference. Uh, okay. Clark Gable. <laughs> Grables are stories about things from the past. Oh, good Grables. All right. All <laughs> Who cares? Well, the main thing about this film was it was supposed to show uh, kind of like the softer side of the the monster. Th- that it did do. It, it did that well enough where you were almost pulling for 
Benicio's to character. Yeah. To, yeah, to, to win. Yeah. To take out his dad, uh, to be cleared of his name. Because yeah. his dad basically set him up like, hey, oh, yeah. I kill all these people, but... They're not going <clears> to <throat> kill you, but they're going <laughs> to blame you. Right, yes. He was very methodical. Oh, yeah. Which is, well, he's great for those roles. He, he's perfect for this role. Uh, and yeah, Emily Blunt. I, I was hoping she was going to find a way to cure it because there's a whole scene where she's researching now the whole lycanthropy and gypsy yeah. lore. Goes to the gypsy. Hey, you got to save him or set him free, yeah. or condemn him or set him free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which basically means kill him or kill him. Yeah, is, is that what it basically means, right? Yeah. I think I think the, there's one lore saying that you have to kill the one that made you. Oh, okay, that's one theory that could be used. Another one is uh, that didn't work though. No, it didn't work. Yeah. Do we think that his brother was a werewolf at some point? No, no. It's the, so it's not in the blood. It just happens to be father it, and son. It's for it's completely bacterial. Yeah, okay. Or because virus. the or father what? killed Benny or Ben, right? When uh, Ben was at the beginning of the movie, Ben's looking for somebody who's making noise or something out there. Yeah, and. Obviously, if the dad is already a werewolf and it's hereditary, Ben would have been a werewolf at that time as well. Yeah. Okay. Because it's not controllable. Right. In a sense. Now, this is, this is a, I'm not super versed on werewolf things. Ah, well, you come to the right place. Okay. So the werewolf, if you are, in fact, a werewolf. Okay. Uh, when the moon comes out. Yes. Only a full moon. Yes. That's when you transform. Once a month. Right. Okay. What is it about the the a full moon that's different from just seeing a seventy five percent moon, okay. a, a waxing moon, if you will? Okay. Well, it comes from multiple theories. Uh, one is that the the power of like a full moon is also based upon like um, magic and like lore. Okay. Basically, paganism or pag- something like yeah. that. Yeah. And having the full moon is actually when it's like strongest. Pulling the beast out of the human, but the moon's always there. Yes, because that's the lore behind people that they didn't understand the time. So, is it the fact that it shines so bright? Moonlight. The, yeah, the, the, you have one hundred percent moonlight. Therefore, now you, the werewolf, comes out of you. Let me go. <laughs> How dare you? God damn it. The, the, the moon is full every night in one part of the world. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. So if you were a werewolf and you wanted to be a werewolf every night, just you would just move with this, the moon. Yeah. Or transversely, if you didn't want to become the werewolf, you follow the non-full moons. Yeah. You'd be constantly more, running around the earth. Though. Yeah, but it's more likelihood. Like the likelihood of that happening is a lot easier than one night everywhere. Right. Yeah. So, are are they conscious? Conscious. Conscious. Okay. When this is happening. You, I, I think they led on to believe at the end there might be a little bit of consciousness. Right. Because he didn't kill Gwen right away. He was looking. And then his eyes changed a little bit. I don't know if you noticed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she realized, oh, yeah, he is a monster. Uh, I got to shoot him with so, a gun. Right. So I, I guess my question is, is, is this more is, – is it hulky? Is it like David Banner becomes the Hulk, but he's still – like in there, I or, or is he mean. not in there? Gwen was thinking that Lawrence was still in there. So he wakes up in the morning covered in blood. He's like, yeah. "Oh my god, I killed those people!" Or he's like, yeah. "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. yeah. 
But what Which, I don't understand is the first night when uh, his dad locked him up. Yes. Yeah. He locked, dad locked himself up. He, he locked, locked himself he, up? He locked Lawrence out. Yeah, so that way he could get in trouble. Not, yeah. Not, he, he basically said, I'm going to lock myself in here so I didn't kill anybody. You're going to wake up with blood all over you, and they're going to accuse you. See, I was, uh, I was a little confused at the moment. Confused about that because I was thinking he was locking him up, and I, then he was going to go out and do all the killing, and then Lawrence was going to get blamed for everything. Mm. What's more easier than to let him do all the work for you? See, uh, I, uh, uh, before it became super predictable, I, I wasn't sure the dad... Well, I knew the dad was already because the fucking trailer, but I tried to block it out. I thought... Anthony Hopkins was leading Benicio down into the basement so he could lock him up. Tell him, look, you're a werewolf now. This is what we got to do to you. But then he doesn't. There's, there's one part of the movie that I think they could have left out. Okay. Um, the Harry Potter scene on the train. <laughs> that was weird, right? Because, A, I thought that Kane was going to kill his dad. Yes. When it didn't, I'm like, what's the point in having the damn cane? And who was that old guy? Does, does right? he, did he know, hey, you're going to be a werewolf one day, and you're going to need right? this. Yeah. Here's a wolf cane with a sword, which I'm going to lead everybody to believe that silver, it's silver. A silver sword, right? But is, is it, was it not silver, I guess? Well, well that's what I think. You Stainless get, steel? God. Get rid of that and get rid of the cane altogether. You have the same story, because the cane did not play any role. It did role. nothing. It, yeah. It was, it was worthless. If, if. He would have ended up killing his dad with the cane. That would have made sense. But then we would have to wonder where did this old man come from? But then and again, why at was the end, Weaveling or Weaver or Weaving. That too. Gesundheit. Um, <laughs> uh, he had the cane at the end when he was. He had the cane and he was clutching yeah. his wound. It's going to make him a werewolf. Man, I feel like Hollywood would have this answer, but I, I'm not sure. I think this might have been one of those movies that was leading to an Avengers-style movie where we, we had Wolfman, we had The Mummy, and we were supposed to have another one where they were making a like a goon squad where we were going to put together The Invisible Man, uh, The Werewolf. Like yeah. The Descendants? Kind of descendants Are you talking about that Tom Cruise movie? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we had The Mummy. And in the mummy also was Jekyll and Hyde, right? Yeah. And then now we have the Wolfman. And then maybe there's going to be another movie that's going to bring in... Uh, who's, who's left? I don't know who's left in that. Frankenstein? Frankenstein. Maybe. Oh, maybe Victor Frankenstein was that one. I think they were all supposed to culminate together to be an Avenger-style movie where they all are on the same team or somehow. I don't know. But the, the whole thing, went, it went on the, tits the up and it was over. Same bad team? I don't know. I don't know. See, that's the <laughs> thing. They're go out and pillage. They they were building towards a mashup of all of them, and then it just it lost traction. Nobody liked any of the movies I that came out. I think they should have done something <laughs> like the Avengers with the movie Rampage. Okay, you know, because in the the video game Rampage, right? There's different characters you can use to break the buildings down. If they okay. would have done a, a separate story for each one of those car- characters, weirdly really enough. They are doing that with the Kong series. You mean okay. the Godzilla one? Mothra yes. and everything? Yeah. Yes. Because they, they, they first had the uh, Kong uh, Skull Island. Okay. And at the end of the movie, there was like a after sequence like, 
oh no, but look, we found other monsters. And they showed pictures of like Mothra and Godzilla. And Godzilla came out, and it was supposed to be part of the same thing. So we got King Kong first. You're, you're talking about Godzilla we did, right? Last no, year? No, no, no. With Matthew Broadwick? No, that was an old, older one. Yeah, that uh, uh, Yes, it did. Uh, a new Godzilla came out. In fact, that's why we did that Godzilla. Oh, okay. It was okay. for the new one coming out. And that was kind of a sequel to the King Kong one that we did. And they're, they're building the same kind of universe with the, King the Kong. sequel to Skull Island? Skull Island. Yes. Skull Island came first, then Godzilla came out, and they're both part of the same universe. All right. So I think they're eventually going to do a Mothra movie, and they're just going to keep building on this franchise of those peoples. Yeah, could, could be fun, could be really bad. Yeah. So anyway, back to my original question. Yeah. <laughs> when Benicio Del Toro wakes up, yeah. does he know what he has done? No. No. At least in the beginning. Okay. So while he's there, yes. is there any part inside, kind of like the way Hulk and, uh-huh, uh-huh, and Bruce uh-huh. Banner yeah, 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 argue yeah. with each other? Yeah. Is any of that happening with werewolves? No. Okay. So How like, do you know? Because they never explain it in any film like that. Okay. Well, because in Skyrim, <laughs> yeah, if I you know. do become a werewolf, it's kind of a yeah. upgrade. Where yeah. you are still you. Yeah. Uh, granted, you're playing. Both, and you, and you so. look sickly. Yeah. Right. Or in Underworld, they didn't need a full moon. Yeah. And they can still see. Yeah. Well, okay. They, I know the background behind that, too. Well, okay. Please. Well, they're. Because lichens aren't werewolves. What? But they, it's lycanthropy, isn't it? They're an evolution of werewolves. They're the sentient version of werewolves. Because in Underworld, mm. they were lycanthropes. Lichens. Yes, uh, not werewolves. Yeah, the werewolves origin. Okay. The were- werewolves are explained in the be- in the the prequel. That the reason why that happened was lichens came from the werewolves. Like genetically, was different. They were smaller, but they had the sentient body and could transform back and forth. The werewolves that were in that film never could transform back and never could be human again. Oh, so once they transformed, that was it. And they were crazy. In, like, in Underworld? Yes. No. The, the werewolves. Were... The werewolves. Not the lichens. The werewolves. Ah, okay. Yeah. I got to watch that series again. Yeah, but but it also that also comes up in Harry Potter. Yep. Oh, what? If you watch the movie Harry Potter, um, there's a werewolf that is transformed during the full moon. Mm-hmm. But then Sirius Black is a form oh, yeah. of a werewolf Animatis. that can... Transform when he wants to, yeah. like the lichens in Underworld. Yeah. That's an animagus. Yeah, think, yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay. Man, that guy's amazing. Yeah. Gary Oldman? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks really good along here at that. What didn't can't he? he do? I know. He can do everything. He does all the things. Yeah. He yeah. does them all so well. Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's like we can almost replace, and I know... At, Oh, how dare you! I know we where you're going. We can also yeah. we can always replace Paul Giamatti with Gary Oldman. Okay, and just for a season, maybe, Ooh. or every season get a new person. Oh, okay, because it has been a while since we did a Giamatti movie. Yeah, and think about it this way: Giamatti and Oldman have really good angry faces, and such range. Yeah, so much range. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Because Gary Oldman can be terrifying, but then he's also Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, yeah. right? You love him. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, back, gonna, to, back to your question again? <laughs> just, to, uh, <laughs> just to give you guys a heads up, uh, at the end of this show, yes. when we do the Paul Giamatti, we're going to do a Gary Oldman instead. Oh. So keep that in your, okay. in, your, in your heads. All right. So what was your question again? 
Uh, was Benicio del Toro wakes up? Yeah, he knows nothing. Yes, the werewolf. Yes, does he know of Benicio del Toro, or does he think he's always been this way? I'm just. I need to kill. Kind of what's some, the motivation of the werewolf? It's kind of some crazy, timey-wimey... Wibbly-wobbly. Wibbly-wobbly. <laughs> I always thought the... I always thought the whole idea about being the werewolf was generated from the id and from uh, the primal urges that what it wanted to do, which is basically feed or tear. Or oh, I just made a weird, crazy connection. Okay. So when you are in regular form... Yes. You are Jack. When you're Sparrow? werewolf form, oh. you are Tyler Durden. Sure, why not? Let's go with that. And they're both independent. Yes. Not aware of each other's actions. Yes. But the evidence of the actions they kind Split of... Split personality, yes. ...grabs bond to. Yeah. That is... I don't want to pat myself on the back too hard here, but, but that's but the best that explanation I've ever heard that of doesn't make, That doesn't <laughs> make sense. Of. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't make sense in this movie because... No? Um, <laughs> I was very proud of myself. All right, go uh-huh. ahead. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins' character Ooh. said, "You're gonna love it. You're gonna you're gonna be free. You're gonna mm-hmm. yep. Very good point. So so my, he was aware of when he became the beast. he embraced yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So my theory behind that because this is very different from the usual werewolf syndrome or thought thought process is mythology. That, sure. Okay. Is that the werewolf and him are at first separate, but then slowly merge but equal. over time. No, their, their minds merge over time. Okay. Yeah. I just like made that joke so everybody equal. Oh, your dick. It, it upsets people. It does. But it's funny. It's, How? It's just funny. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, that hate. I hate that phrase. <laughs> it's the worst phrase of all time. Yeah, right? All right. Okay, so they are separate. Yeah, but they merge. But Anthony Hopkins has found a way to appreciate both sides. I think the reason why he's able to do so is because he's embraced the fact that he wants to do what the beast wants to do. And they have the same the same wants and needs and able to link that way. Okay, but how much of that is because of the transition? What do you mean? I'm basically asking is this chicken or the egg? Chicken or the egg? Was Anthony Hopkins always this crazy person that wanted that bloodlust? Oh, I see. Or did that bloodlust get instilled in him because of all the werewolf? It was explained in the movie too. Yeah, yeah. Well, he found that boy. That. Yeah, that was. Oh. It wasn't really a werewolf, uh-huh. but he bit him on yeah. the wrist and stuff like that. Then he killed his wife. He was more of a wind wolf. All right, whatever. <laughs> See what did uh, there? Uh, a wind wolf or a, a, a what wolf? Yeah, yeah. Who wolf? Maybe. Uh, hey. uh, what? <laughs> what wolf? Who? who what? Why? Who? Yeah. who? Where? But the the why? But the thing about it was is he was already a hunter from the beginning. Right. True. He'd always enjoyed the thrill of the hunt. And that's the mm. reason and that's why he was put into that cave because his hunting party uh, sent him in there because, or whoever the, told him about the lore yeah. when it told him to go there and that's how he found the boy and he came back thought it was a joke. But in actuality that's what happened to him. But after he killed his wife Yes. Lawrence and, ben, yeah. Lawrence and Ben's mom. Yeah. Yes. He made sure his servant locked him up. Yes. Until his servant wasn't around one day. No. I, the reason why is... I, I, he, they, they touched on that in the movie. Yeah. Because he was telling him what happened. So basically what happened was over a course period of time, he was very saddened by the loss of his wife. He still is. But um, 
he obsesses over his son's new wife. The one that came over. He looks his, like his wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Emily Blunt. Exactly. Yeah. And he, in a drunken rage one night, as he was being sha- reshackled for the evening, he knocks out his, his uh, servant. Servant, okay. And takes off and kills his. That's where the son. Yes. Kills the son. And the, that is impartially, I think, I think, because his rage against his son for the lust for his wife takes right. place. Well,. Another thing that I thought was interesting, Anthony Hopkins reveals that the bullets, the silver bullets yes. that his servant yes. had, he took the powder, powder out. out of them a long time ago. Yeah. So he's already been in this mind frame of, I want to be the wolf full time, basically. Uh-huh. But he let his servant think with the charade, charade of safety. Yeah. So then that drunken night... It wasn't a turning point. It was. It was already in the making. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so he's already like, he's trying to free his own beast, basically. Uh huh. So that's why he took the gunpowder out of the silver bullets, uh, which made Del Toro uh, very impotent and trying to kill him. Yeah. So this has been leading up. Yeah. So that also answers your other question. When he's mm. a wolf, they know what okay. they're doing because otherwise his dad. When he knocked his servant out after yeah. he turned, he probably would have killed his servant. If he killed his wife, why didn't he kill the servant? Yeah, okay. Sure. Maybe it's maybe it's a trained ability, right? After uh, enough years, you can kind of get into the habit of, of knowing I, how it's going. Exactly. I think that's exactly what it is. I think mm-hmm. it's also because his thought process is slowly turning into what the wolf's thought process right. is too. So we don't have to shackle Maestro up once a month anymore. We can teach him. Yeah. To recognize us. But it's it's fun though. Shackling him up? Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Especially when he wakes up in the middle of it. My safety word's apples. <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> Assholes? Apples. Oh, okay. Sorry. What's... That's from Castle. Is yeah. it Castle? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> apples, apples! <laughs> oh, good times. All right. Anything else about the movie we want to talk about? Um, I like Hugo Weaving's... Uh, oh, yes. We got to talk about Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Mr. Anderson. That bit where he's in the tavern? It was great. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, that it, was good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed him as well. But I can't not see him as Mr. Yeah, I can't Smith. either. Even, yeah. even with the, the beard and everything. Yeah. You know, 306 people in the town of 314 live within... Yeah, yeah that was great. Even when he's the, the fucking elf from Lord of the Rings, yeah. he's still Mr. Anderson. Yeah. It's the, or Mr. Smith, I'm sorry. Mr. But, Smith. Yeah, but the way he delivers his lines is very... Mr. Anderson. Yes. I, always, I always call him Mr. Anderson, even though I know he's Mr. Smith. Right, yeah. Because of that line. That's his thing. That's his thing. Yeah. There's a lot of people here, and we're going to protect them best by <laughs> being around the targets. <laughs> it's very. It's just. Yeah. It's the same thing that Mr. Smith would say. It's great. I love that guy. He's amazing. All right. That's it. We're done. Any anything else you want to talk about? Um. Uh, you want to touch on? Uh, well, I think we touched on pretty much everything. I mean, is there anything we're missing? No, I'm. I'm. I think we're good. The cane thing is. Uh, yeah. It sucked. Yeah. It was. Uh, what do you call that? Filler. If if you show this is a thing that Hollywood would say. If you show the gun in the first act, you have to use it in the final act. Yeah. Smoking gun. Got it. Smoking gun. Yes. It was used, but it was like... Meh. It was a big a big 
The beginning of the it movie, it up. was big. Yes. It was built up to be nothing. Not a goddamn thing. You're right. It should it should have held more weight. Yeah. All right. I mean, how heavy is silver? I don't know. I don't wear silver. Oh, they wait. built a whole scene around that cane. They did. It, it, it should have been much more important. That's why it bugged me so much. Maybe in the sequel. Is there going to be a sequel? Is it, has it, I should have looked this up. <laughs> Who cares? All right. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of opinions, but zero credentials. Now, let's see if people actually have credentials. <clears throat> credentials. The critics. Let's start with the good reviews first. Amy my- Nicholson from IE Weekly. This is the rare blockbuster that offers its characters and its audience no shelter. What? Mm, I don't know. I don't know how it's good. Uh, Nigel F- Floyd? Nigel Floyd from Time Out. With its mist-shrouded sets, gruesome slaughter, and copious CGI, this is a surprisingly respectful updating of the 1941 Universal Original. Right. Okay. All right. So th- this was a remake, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, not seeing any werewolves up to this point. Original mythology werewolf movies. Who cares? Uh, Amy Biancoli from the Houston Chronicle. Actors fulminate and massacre, spit, scowl, and sob. What a gas it was to watch them overact with joy and conviction. That doesn't sound like a positive review. All right. Peter Bradshaw. These are bad reviews now. All right. Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian. Del Toro looks about as dangerous as an urban fox. Oh, no. Snoozing in a compost bin. And Blunt seems to be suffering from some residual Victorian queenliness. Looking in the mirror afterwards, I seemed pale from wariness. I don't get it. I don't get it. He's trying to be too grandiose in his Victorian. All right. Uh, this is somebody from Little White Lies. They didn't give their name, so they can't well, be very good. Probably telling Little White Lies. Yeah. <laughs> the Wolfman delivers plenty of scares and an abundance of eviscerations, but director Joe Johnson doesn't take the film anywhere unexpected. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Derek Malcolm from London Evening Standard. The problem with this modern version of the old tale, however, it is basically a load of cod swallop we can no longer swallow without choking. Oh, he is from the London Evening Standard for sure. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. Everybody loves to play. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score based on its Rotten Tomato score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's 0 to 59 is rotten. 60 84 is fresh. 85 and up is certified fresh. What do you want to guess first, the critics or the audience? Audience it is. What do you think the audience <laughs> score is? Uh, let's see here. <laughs> if you pause too long, i got to choose for it. I'll go with 60. 60 for the audience? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go 55. Wow. My guess is also 55 for the audience. Look at that. Actual audience score... 33%. Oh, wow. ah. Did not like it. They said no. Mm-hmm. Tomato meter or thermometer. What do you think the I, critics I think the critics like it better. 
Then the audience. Okay. Yeah, audience was 35? 33. 33. I'm going to say 48. 55. Oh, no. Mine was 45. You said 48? 55. I said 48. 48, 55? It was 35%. Wow. They did like it better than the audience, to be fair. Yeah. By 2%. <laughs> you said 35 at first. I was like, oh, he's going to nail it. No. <laughs> I'm not that good at this game, uh, you know? Okay. Paul. No, money makes the world go round. No, it's not Paul Giamatti. Oh, no. I thought we do money makes the world go round. Not yet. That's what comes late. Next. Oh, yeah, whatever. What's. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was in this. That's right. Damn it. I thought I lost his name. I was too busy on the numbers over here. Gary Oldman wasn't in this film. <laughs> We've noticed that Gary Oldman is amazing and awesome and everything is good about him. So, if you could replace one character from this film with Gary Oldman, who would it be? Mr. Anderson. Oh, Ooh, that's a good woo. one. I like him a lot. I know. I don't like him. He looks the same okay. and everything. Okay. I Every- think... Ever since I've seen him in, as Elrond, it kind of worked for me. Elrond? Yeah. Hubbard? No. Not Elrond Hubbard. Elrond from Lord of the Rings. Oh. oh. Elrond Hubbard. Crazy? I, Scientology, I, I, really? I, I didn't see that movie. I don't know. The Master of... Uh, what is it? Master... The what? Master. The Master? What? There's a Scientology movie called The Master. It had... It was about Scientology. Yeah, but that's just like common knowledge if you ever read up on Scientology. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. So you're saying? Yeah, uh, I mean because I, Mr. Smith. When I watch it, I see him. I think that character could have been so much more. Okay. But I see Mr. Smith every time I see that guy. That I think that character would have been more pronounced. Okay. With Gary Oldman. Mm. Okay, Maestro. What do you think? And the Gary end Oldman. would have been great. You know. Oh, him, Gary Oldman the, is rough. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> I like where he has that. The priest. The priest. Oh, oh, that he had such an annoying face. I know, right? That priest was he, I was but upset he, looking at him. But he showed he had he had a bunch of like uh uh lines where he had to show anger and like contempt. Yeah. And I think that would have been perfect for Oldman. See, I, I, I picked that the character I picked because I think Oldman deserves a bigger part than just the priest. See, okay, this is the problem with having Gary Oldman instead of Paul Giamatti. Because Gary Oldman, I think, could take any lead in almost any movie and make it better. <laughs> Giamatti's more of a second banana. To Oldman? Yeah, because I, I think Gary Oldman should have taken Del Toro's part. Mm. Get Benicio out of there. Put Gary Oldman in there. I think, better movie. But I think that's good because not every movie we're going to think the lead should be replaced. Okay. You see what I mean? Okay. We don't always have to do like a second rate, or not second rate, but second fiddle actor like Paul Giamatti. Right. Okay. We can do we can do Gary Oldman. And hey, if we do want to replace the lead, all right. Yeah, a lot of these movies do suck quite a bit. So, yeah. So an injection of a Giamatti or an Oldman. Yeah. Would would be great. Okay. All right. Now it's time for trivia. This is the part where we give you guys a little bits of information that you may not know about the movie. It's my favorite part. No. The bear owned by the gypsies was actually recycled animation from the Golden Compass. Really? Oh, wow. But weren't they all polar bears? The polar bear was changed into a grizzly for this oh. movie. 
I'd never even heard of this other movie, The Golden Compass. Mm-hmm. It's uh, part of like a long... Chronicles of Narnia. Is Isn't it? it? No. The Golden oh. Compass is. Or no. Am I thinking of a different movie? Different one. Yeah. Golden Compass is. Uh... Oh, that the Golden Compass is with Nicole Kidman. Never. No. I, I never heard of this. Double so checking. All right. Double Nicole checking. Kidman. Double checking. Hurry up. Okay. Inspector. While you look it up, Inspector Francis Arbelin or Hugo Weaving. Yeah, is her. Was based on Fredericks Alberlin, a Scotland Yard inspector that investigated London's Jack the Ripper murders in nineteen in eighteen eighty eight. This fantasy version of him much resembles the one from in From Hell two thousand one. Makes sense. He plays Ripper. He's Ripper in From Hell. Wait, who's we talking about right now? Hugo Hugo Weaving. Weaving. He doesn't play. No, 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 no. Uh, no, the Ripper was the Hobbit. Yeah, that's right. Ah, I forgot. Yeah, right. He looks so similar though yeah. to Hopkins. Just so you know, he did look it up. It was a different movie I was thinking of, but okay. Golden Compass is with Nicole Kidman. Yes, oh. it's part of his Dark ma- Dark Materials uh, novels. Okay. Three a three set. It's a, the the Golden Compass is the first installment. All right, very good. Benicio del Toro's Wolfman makeup took approximately three hours to apply and one bad. hour to remove. It's not bad. That's actually relatively good, right? It, it seems it seems like it should be more. Yeah, because I think, I feel like Jim Carrey was in the right. <laughs> for his ever, Grinch did, thing was like. Did you ever three see days. the making of Thriller? Yes. Michael Jackson. Oh, yes. A long time ago. Yeah, and they they showed the whole makeup where he's getting his makeup done. Yeah, and it took version, a yeah. lot longer than three hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, technology, man. Changes. And and it looked great. Yeah, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. I love I love that Thriller, man. So this is one thing that I had a gripe about the aesthetics. Okay. Because it made sense because the old film was exactly the same. That's why they were stuck with it, I think. Okay. But the over the underbite for the werewolf. Did you notice that? Oh, I didn't like the mouths. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I didn't know what it was about it. Maybe it was the underbite or, or what you're talking about. I just I didn't like the mouths. They looked more like Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or from me. X-Men. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> The Beast? Oh. <laughs> what was his name? Fraser Crane? Yeah, Fraser. Kelsey Grammer? Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, yeah man. Very Kelsey Grammer of you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like in the old film, it it just made him look... He looked... Who's the guy that plays Roseanne Barr's husband in the in this TV show? Arnold. Tom... Not Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. He was from The Big Lebowski. He was the main bowler. Not John Goodman. John Goodman. John Goodman yes. Oh, okay. The original, um, the film in the in the was it fifties, forties, whatever, um, made it looked like a hairy John Goodman. <laughs> what? Not joking. I'm serious. I look it up. I don't see it. You'll see it soon. Right. Uh, the second this film right here, 1941 was the original. Oh, okay. Woo. All right. Way before John Goodman. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. I'm not saying oh. it was him. I'm saying it looked like him. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. But this one, the jaw, the jaw from the bottom jaw is just like elongates so much in this one that you actually see like maybe like an inch in difference between the upper and the lower jaw. That just got weird for me because why would you do that? It doesn't make sense. Okay. I mean, if you're going to elongate the bottom one, you should do the top one as well, no? Yeah. I'll elongate everything. Yeah. Make them look more like a dog. There you go. All right. Question. You, you, you've both seen Underworld. Yes. 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 Wolf Transformation. Yes. Which one did it better? Who? Are you Underworld this or, or this one? movie? Oh, that's hard to say. It is hard to say. Because it's different. I, I, I think 
they, they spent more time, I think, in Underworld. The, the whole breaking of the rib cage. And uh, Underworld, and yeah, Underworld was different because the transformation happened quicker in Underworld yeah. Yeah. than it did in this. I mean, at one point, it was almost instantaneous. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Hopkins was able to, like, whoop, hey, and now I'm, now I'm a wolf. Ha! Whereas Del Toro was like, ah, oh, this hurts. This yeah. hurts. Yeah. Now I'm a wolf. See, that's the thing. Hopkins was like, boop, here I am. See, this is where everything gets, like, all wishy-washy because in every single werewolf film, there's different variations of how it works. There's even one theory that says, like, it's like a variation like a, of a skinwalker where it just sheds the human form and the wolf comes out of it. And there's, okay. a, and there's another one where it says, like, the person uh, goes through so, so much trauma during each transformation that their lifespan is cut in half from all the trauma every time, every time the full moon happens. I like that one. But yeah. they heal like so much faster. True. Mm. But like, Lawrence is yeah. getting shot. And then when he gets back to human, what, he's got no bullet holes? I, yes, that, that was a little upsetting for me. Also, well, don't forget also that the hide is also probably stronger, too. And they were, and, I'll, and, I'll, and this okay. was being the forties. Were they rifled back then? Were the bullets mm-hmm. rifled? Or the, the guns were they rifled? I don't know. Because if they weren't, there's a good chance they may have, may have missed altogether. <laughs> they were stormtroopers. Oh, possible. <laughs> <laughs> or other guys from Tank Girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Same people. <laughs> yeah. Same they, actors. Yeah. It's like a sh- it's like a shooting. Should get the scientists from inner space. They right. probably shoot better. <laughs> Right? <laughs> All right, last bit of trivia. When the wolfman is being chased in London, he jumps off a building and lands on a policeman. Yeah, that's fun. This was accomplished with real actors and stuntmen, not CGI. Oh, God. Are you serious? Wow. Even the blood splatter? I don't Well, I'm sure he didn't kill a stuntman. Well, obviously. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the blood splatter wasn't CGI. They didn't go... Maybe that was. I don't know. Wow. All right. But I remember that scene, and seeing this, like, What? That, that looks CGI, for sure. That was real. It was real, man. Nice. Look at you guys. I don't know what that means. Uh, Money makes the world go round. <laughs> Why not put this film in perspective with other films that were released this year so we get a feel financially how well it fell up to its peers? How well it held up to its peers? Or fell. The budget. Fell up to its peers. That's it's fine. Felled it up. The budget for this film was $150 million. What do you think the worldwide grosses? For the box office. 52. While it was in theaters. Is it worldwide? Worldwide. 92. 92 for I th- Cowboy. I think fiscally, not fiscally, I think it actually just went to like 170. Right, 170. Oh, you b- bastards. I got to bring in a calculator. <laughs> what, the difference? Yeah. Why? All right. In the U.S., it goes $62 million. Yes. Foreign, 77.8. Total worldwide gross, $139.7 million. So what'd you say? 92. 92. So you're about 40 off. And you said? 170. 40 off. You're about 40 off. Bastards. <laughs> I don't want to calculate this. You Do both it. win. Who cares? Oh, yay. <laughs> Put it in your algorithm. No. Yeah, no, I don't have time for that. Roll the dice. Anybody. <laughs> time for that. This film debuted in second place on the weekend of February 12th, 2010, with $31.5 million. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 13th highest grossing film in the category. Where Monster. You'll never horror. guess it. Horror's uh, part of it. Uh, um, um, it sounds like a very weird category. Yeah. It's horror. Investigative detective. Period. Oh, period piece? Oh. It's a period piece that is a horror. 
number right. one for that genre, period horror. Want to take a guess? It's a great movie. We've actually interview with a vampire. We've done it on spoilers. Halloween? No. No. The Conjuring. Ah, oh, it's period. It is period. Technically speaking. <laughs> you heard me. This was the 53rd highest grossing film in 2010. Number one that year was... Anyone? Anyone? Bueller. Toy Story 3. <laughs> it's on a lot of those lists that we do, you know. Toy Story. To- yeah. It's Toy Story is amazing. Yeah. Bueller. Why wouldn't it be? Bueller. So that was 2010's Wolfman, directed by Joe Johnston. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpack.productions. For any questions, opinions, or movie requests, please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us get up there in the rankings. What? You're about to say something. Yeah, you, took, the, you took an inhale like you were yeah, going to say something, and then well, you just stopped speaking. Oh, yeah. Because, well, I wanted you to finish because I was going to ask you a question. Oh, okay. Uh, if you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation of, for a movie you want us to watch, then we'll go to the top of our list and watch them for any other request. In fact, for that exact reason, the next movie we're going to watch was from a listener request. Oh, who is it? It's from Thomas Meehan. Oh. He is from England. Oh. He is a big fan of... Of Doctor Who. Oh. Who? Doctor. Uh, Got it. He's a Doctor Who. So just to let you go no just let you alone. Just to let you know. What? Big Who fan. Hoovian. Hoovian right we are, here. We are all big Hoovians. Yep. I was emailing with this guy for a couple back and forth. Oh really? We had we had, we had a nice Doctor Who chat. It was it was kinda nice. I'll I, go, I, I watched the Who. You watched the Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah the Doctor? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, who? Right. Um I can't say I'm a big Hoovian like you. You're, you're, but you're pretty damn close. I like it. You, get, you if we make references, you will get them sure. for the most part. Yeah, but we'll get we're going to get way into Doctor Who for the next for the next episode. No. So this is going to be fun, uh, Thomas. I hope you watch this. If not now, because it's about seven in the morning for you. I don't know how <laughs> yeah. that's going to work out. Maybe he wakes up that early for work. Maybe he does. Yeah, I don't know. But the point is so. 1996's Doctor Who the movie. Which takes place in 1999. Nine. Yes. This is right before the reboot, basically. So we had Paul McGann. He was the eighth Doctor. Uh, he was the we, Doctor. We can for get this. into it during. You're right. The show. You're right. Uh, <laughs> we're just so, going to carry on. Into right. the, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a huge thing. Yeah. All right. So next, I am very excited to talk about Doctor Who for the next episode. So, ladies and gentlemen, next episode is going to be Adam <laughs> talking mostly, and then we're going to be just watching. All right, very good. I'm going to switch my shirt to a Doctor Who shirt. You should probably. But Maybe. before you do that, though, you remember that question you were going to ask us, but you never really got an answer from us about about our favorite werewolf movie? Oh, right. Yeah, what was yours? Dog soldiers. Oh, dog. Yeah, dog something. Dog soldiers. Dog soldiers. Dog soldiers. Yeah. I bucked out. <laughs> <laughs> and yours, Maestro? Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, Werewolf. Was Wh- that, which one? Was that Anth- uh, also Anthony Hopkins? No, where, it was called Wolf. Was that Anthony Hopkins? No, it was uh, Jack Nicholson. But he wasn't oh. where. Oh, yeah. he's a great werewolf. Yeah. Oh, I want to see that. <laughs> oh, the eyebrows too. Yeah. Woo. I never I never saw it, heard of it. But if Nicholson is a werewolf, I'm, I'm in. I yep. want to see it. Yep. yep. I got to. 1994. Woo. 
that's that's before my cutoff. Yeah. Or after my Who cares? Yeah. Thanks for hanging out. We'll Thank see you, you next time. Until then, I am Adam. I'm Cowboy. I'm Maestro. Bye.